Hi there, Wolt Chums. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to share some exciting news. Earlier this year, I partnered with the team at Lose It to write a course called Change Your Thinking, Change Your Weight, a mindset-first approach to lasting weight loss. This is a premium course for Lose It, but now through the end of October, our friends at Lose It are offering this as a complimentary gift for our friends at Wolt Place. So if you were thinking about joining Wolt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, our Facebook-based accountability group for women, this is the perfect time to do so. Again, now through the end of October, new and existing members of Wolt Place will be receiving this as a complimentary gift. So head over to weonlylookthin.com, click on that link for join our support group, sign up, and you will qualify for this amazing offer. I'm so proud of the work I did on this. I want to thank the team at Lose It, Sarah and Hannah, for including me in this project. And uh, now we will get on with the show. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another origami-shaped episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost over 120 pounds. I am a Tiny Habit Certified Coach, a Thrive Global Certified Coach. And with me today is... Donald Weigel, uh, uh, perplexed as to what the shape of origami (laughs) is. I know it did well. But uh, but hi, I am... uh, I'll I'll say the stuff so I don't make you mad. Uh, I am Donald Weigel. I am also a host of this show. I have lost about 100 pounds. I have kept it off for uh, coming up on six years. Uh, We'll look forward and say coming up on six years and uh, I am here to talk about it. Hello. You sure are. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Sorry about the origami shape. Origami isn't really a shape, is it? It's yeah, more of a Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's like a, a method of folding paper, I believe. Yeah. I think it was started by people who didn't know where their scotch tape was. <laughs> Like, you yeah, know what no, I mean? Yeah, no, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to look that one up. Or Yeah, that's that's what happened. Are those little footballs that you, like, that you make with paper and then you, like, flick them to your friends while you're at in, school in and get in trouble? School? Uh, yeah, that's definitely real origami. Do you th- But, like, how do you, like, how did you know how to do that? Did you ever do that? I played with those things. I never could figure out how to make the actual football. The I had, triangle. I, I had to rely on the kindness of of other uh, middle schoolers uh, and elementary schoolers strangers. in uh, you know to make the actual triangle football for me. You know, if you, I've heard that they they say that wisdom is that if you fold a thousand of those football shapes. <laughs> That you gain wisdom you, or something. You attain enlightenment. Yeah, yeah attain enlightenment. Our yeah. daughter actually put an origami. And a lot of paper cuts, probably. Probably. Our daughter made an origami crane at one point. I yeah. think it is actually a thousand, you make a thousand cranes and then you achieve Oh, is it? It's not those oh, little it's footballs? Not footballs? It's not the footballs from school? Yeah. No, no, it's okay. not. Fine. The passive wow. aggressive episode of I, really I, I had no idea that it wasn't, that it was actually cranes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Now you're getting, we're approaching 300 episodes and yeah. you're finally getting the real Catherine and Donald. No more of this <laughs> fancy, nice stuff. They love each other stuff. Yeah, well, we do love each other very much. We've been married for 
for over 25 years. We didn't say that at the beginning of the episode. We did not, but it looks like we have, uh, what is it, uh, 999 cranes that we might want to start <laughs> folding gotta, yeah, to keep start, our marriage together. Folding. But our daughter uh, made an origami uh, crane. I don't know how she knew how to do it. Yeah, uh, I don't either. But she put it in my car visor in my old car. Oh, yeah. And then my, I was like, oh, I guess I have a paper crane in my car now. And then magically my car died and I needed a new one. I'm not saying that that's why I needed a new car, yeah. but like I yeah. also needed a new car. <laughs> but you're not not saying, <laughs> not, not it, saying it could it. have been the crane. Like yeah, or, causation might, yeah. it, it might be causation, not correlation. It yeah. might be, but I may or may not have left the oil cap off of my, no, it's it was a Saturn, RIP Saturn, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the car was like 15 years old. It was old. very old. Yeah, yeah, 16 no, it, years old. It, it was a great car. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like haha i'm getting a new car and oops like the crane disappeared and our daughter was like oh boy now you can put it in your new car and yeah. so eight it, and years it's later still there. It, is it is still, still there, there yeah. and i will never move it uh but yeah we're uh we're now you're the crane you're the paper crane lady <laughs> i am but That's people point and call you that when you drive around <laughs> yeah i imagine uh daniel from Karate Kid. Actually. Oh yeah, like so, crane, crane kicking, crane kicking, crane kicking. But uh, you, uh, you, how go- many calories do you think a crane kick burns? Probably a lot. Not enough. I don't actually think there. I don't even really think about how much calorie burn happens anymore. I just I live a healthy lifestyle. You, you just. You're like you're just that's just you all the time. Yeah, you're, you're just crane kicking your way through. Just crane through kicking. Life. Yeah, no, maybe that's why my hips hurt a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> all those crane kicks I did uh, as a teenager. So let's uh, let's move on. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So we've uh, we've ambled, we've preambled and ambled, and uh, last week was episode two hundred ninety eight of this uh-huh. show. It was that's and, bananas, and it was called uh, "Know When to Hold Them." It and, sure and was. And the focus of that was on things that are more important than you think they are. And it was based on the Kenny Rogers song The Gambler. Um you got to know when to uh, you got to know when to hold and know when to walk away and when to, and I've had that song stuck in my head now Bye. on on repeat. Did you happen to know Uh-oh. that that there by by Kenneth and Loggins? Kenneth and Rogers, <laughs> Rogers. Oh wait, I said Kenny. Yeah, you said Kenneth and Loggins. That. It's Ken, it's Kenneth and Rogan uh, uh Rogers. <laughs> now I can't say it. Did you know that there was a 1980 TV movie called The Gambler? Yes. That starred Kenny Rogers? I'm very tempted to now, – now I want to say Loggins. Um, I'm very tempted to go back and watch it. But, like, I happened to look it up to see if it was available on streaming. It uh-huh. is available on streaming. Wow. On, on Amazon and Peacock. Great. But the tagline for uh-huh. it is – The Adventures of Brady Hawks, a gambler on his way to help his young son while also helping another gambler learn to play it right. (laughs) Oh. It sounds amazing. Wow. I remember when it came out. There there was a like big like rhinestone cowboy. Yeah. Like gambler. It, it was like very in vogue to sort of be rooting and tooting. Yeah, it sure was. Back then. Yeah. So we learned last week that there is a yin and yang of balance in all of this, the knowing when to hold and the knowing when to fold. You cannot have the hold <laughs> no, if you do not no. have the fold. No, if the, the knowing of the holding 
does not exist without the knowing of the folding. That's what the tagline should have been, but yeah. it's not. But um, yeah. For those of you who might not know what we're talking about, go listen to the song The Gambler on uh, Kenny Rogers. Uh, we sang it to them last week yeah. uh, as my uh, my karaoke situation that yeah, didn't go very true. well. But uh, but we, we know what to hold. But But outside of the context of weight loss, do we know what to fold? Do we know what folds? I mean, like laundry, perhaps. Well, that's a good one. Um, um, you might, yeah. Like, aren't you supposed to f- fold, uh, like cream or or oh, with, fold in the fold, cheese? Fold in, or, like when you're cooking, you fold yeah, things you, in. You fold things in, and like, like you know, when they make expensive samurai swords, like you fold the metal like hundreds of times. Oh, they also fold the dough when they're making flaky croissants. Yeah, I'll give yeah, a few yeah. more examples. Okay, um, paper airplanes. Oh yeah, right. That's like yeah, oh, American and, and or, origami. Yeah, and origami. oh, I see, I see. Yeah, like you're uh, bringing it around. New York style pizza. Oh yeah, like I've heard you're people supposed to fold, fold it, it when but you eat it. Chicago deep dish now. That no. would burn your hands. I don't know how you would fold a Chicago deep dish. It's like tearing a phone book in half. You'd have to be like one of those one of those people that can like do that. That would yeah, exactly. And then uh fitted sheets. Do you fold do I fold fitted sheets. I learned how one No, time. I fold fitted sheets, yeah. Okay. And yeah. uh and, and tables and chairs and also do you know what else folds? No, what else folds? Criminals under cross examination. <laughs> It's true. By Judd Nelson oh, in yeah. the film from the hip. Oh, yeah. They fold under pressure. Do you know what the tagline is for that movie? I know you brought up you brought up the ta- we, tagline for The we Gambler. We independently both brought taglines, taglines. What from was your tagline? old movies. I forget. Uh, mine was from The Gambler. Um, no, and, but what, what was the tagline? Oh, well, it it's a little bit long. Uh, but give it, it to me. It was... Uh, it was uh, the adventures of Brady Hawks, a gambler on his way to help his young son while also helping another gambler learn to play. That right. is a uh, that's not brief. That's no. not a, a brevity. There's no guesswork no. Uh, because in From the Hip, it is uh, there. The it is about Judd Nelson. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Judd Nelson becomes a lawyer. Yeah, uh, and that that title is or that the tagline is getting to the top. Means working like a dog. Oh, and he actually in this picture has a oh, dog. He's got bone a dog bone in his mouth on the poster. In his mouth. Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. how did this pass for things? But could the other, like, could they flip? And like the gambler could be to get to the top. You got to work like a dog. Yeah, it could be. I suppose it could be. But where are we going, people? We're talking. Yeah, about things I wonder where that you're are, going. Also, are folding. <laughs> we are talking about things that are folding, and what we are folding today. Not the sheets, not the deep dish pizza. Yeah. But uh, we are asking you to consider things that maybe you should fold. Yeah. Your habits, your behaviors. When when you draw this thoughts. metaphorical poker hand in your health and fitness <laughs> from you, Judd Nelson, you, you may think you should hold, but we think oh no, you should fold. Oh, contraire. So uh, so yeah. So last week we gave you things that maybe are more important, uh, and this time we're going to give you things that are less important, and even a couple of things that you shouldn't even do at all. Like yeah. don't don't ever pick these up. Yeah, so just just to uh, just to re say it in plain words instead uh, of the way uh, I talk. Uh, we, 
These last week were, were things that are more, probably more important than you think. This week are things that are probably less important than you think. Exactly. In so, your, your health and fitness and particularly weight loss journeys. Yeah. So we're, we're going to start out light and then we're going to hit you hard at the end. All right. So the first one is. Yes. That this is probably more important than you think is going to the gym. Yeah. And this is this is a multi-level uh, uh, thing that people think. The first thing is people will oftentimes like say, wow, I would really like to lose 20 pounds, 50 pounds, 30 pounds, whatever it is. And they say, I, I just need to go to the gym and, and that will fix it. And the problem with that is that it's what you eat is – exponentially more yeah. important than how much exercise that you're doing. And people think if they just add some exercise to their life without changing anything else about their lifestyles, that they can take the weight off. But as we've said for many, many years, we did an episode called this, you can't outrun a fork. Yeah. You can't burn more calories than you, you know, than I can shovel in my pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> that um, I, I was going to quote Yoni Friedhoff, but you said it more effectively. Dr. Yoni Friedhoff said it uh, it takes less energy to not eat a calorie than it does to burn it off. Because we think that like, oh, you know, oh, to earn a Snickers bar, I just need to run for 30 minutes. There's no earning food, really. Exercise is great. And we're not saying don't do it. If you do it, if you go to the gym, yeah, amazing. definitely not saying don't go to the gym. If you if you are going to the gym and you like going to the gym and you can get gym workouts, gym workouts can help you get into great shape, but they are less important than you probably think. And another aspect of this is that people will say, I just can't get to the gym. So there's no way yeah. for me to actually lose weight or to get in shape. But you don't need to go to the gym. And you don't also need a personal trainer or expensive equipment. Like I lost the 100 pounds and keep it off almost exclusively by walking and or using a like $100 like mini uh, trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's almost all I do. Now, occasionally I'll also walk up and down stairs. Um, I, I'll do some, uh, a little bit of strength training here and there. Um, but primarily it's just by, by moving myself more and something we talked about last episode, which is, which is neat, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is all of those calories you burn when you're not exercising, keeping yourself moving all day long. All of those things add up to being much more important than just going to the gym in the morning a few times a week, even five, six times a week for a half hour or an hour. Yeah. And I know for me, when I was at my heaviest, and then even in this last time, Journ Venture, I was really self-conscious about going to the gym because of my size and my, I like didn't know what machines did what. And so for me, just walking in the neighborhood was how it started. I didn't actually join a gym until last year when I realized there was one near our daughter's school. Yeah. And I felt like it was convenient enough and inexpensive enough to be a nice supplement to the other activity that I get. So it is a nice thing to do. It's a good thing to add if you feel motivated and inspired by it. But if you feel like, oh my gosh, I've wasted money on gyms before, or 
I don't have the time or the energy or the finances yeah. to do it, then it doesn't need to be a part of your journey. So don't think of it as I either go to the gym or I do nothing. It's I don't go to the gym, yet I find ways in my life to make activity a priority. And, and the last piece of this for me, I know I know Catherine just wrapped it up nicely, but the last piece of this for me, <laughs> but not for me. is that I used to go to the gym because that's what I thought I had to yeah. do. And that was what I thought I the only way I thought I could uh, get in shape. And I hated it. I like really hated. I hated the machines. I hated like dealing with the people. I hated the people not wiping machines down. I hated the exercises themselves. Like it was just something I thought I had to suffer through to get it done. And I've realized that I can actually do movement that I enjoy. And maybe walking and mini trampolines aren't your thing, but maybe there maybe there are sports you can do, or ping pong, or horseshoes, or you know, or beanbag tosses, paddle or like ball. paddle ball, like. There, you know, maybe there are other things. Maybe there, you know, maybe it's yoga and you don't even have to pay for a yoga class these days. There's like plenty of great videos. There's there's Pilates videos on YouTube. There's um, there's yoga videos. There's, you know, all kinds of like home exercise things that you can do that cost next to nothing and that you can do in the comfort of your own home. And they're super convenient. You roll out of bed, you turn the TV on and you start going like and you don't have to go through everything that I hated about going to the gym. Exactly. So the next one on the list, which is a really, really big one, is that analysis paralysis that comes from finding the ideal plan, yeah. something that you can you think you can be 100% compliant on. Because when we do like Weight Watchers, which is what I did for many years. Yeah, me too. On and off, I just said, I am Weight Watchers. Like I do Weight Watchers. I, you know, I quote unquote work for Weight Watchers. Right. They tell me what to do, what to eat. I comply. And then if I don't comply, then I fire myself. Right. And I identified as low carb Donnie. That's yeah. how I introduced myself to everyone. Low carb Donnie. No, I did. I did Atkins uh, back before it was called keto, and um, I identified as as a person who did that, and I did it for a while, and then. When I was trying to introduce like bread and pasta back into my life, I didn't know who I was anymore. Like, and I couldn't, I, I just, I couldn't deal who with Who am with, I? Yeah, who <laughs> am I? You know, but my identity had been like low carb guy. And then I couldn't work carbs back into my life. Like, you know, well, because eventually I wanted to eat them again. <laughs> well, and we were even afraid to just like eat strawberries. Right. Be oh, there's so much. Oh, the like, you'll be out of ketosis and whatever. And right. if that works for you, that is great. Now, there are people who thrive under structure, who really, you know, lean into it. They have the emotional bandwidth, the financial bandwidth to really stick to something and feel really empowered and great by it. But if at any point you feel like, oh my gosh, this is too much, or that's, I only get X number of points a day, or I don't, you know, I can only have these or those sort of exclusionary things. If you feel like you are not worthy because you are not complying with a system, the system is there to serve you, not the other way around. And for me, getting away from, you know, Donnie Weight Watchers or right. whatever, like the more we have stepped back and customized our plans to meet our own needs, the better we have been. So think about a certain plan serving you for a particular season. Like for me, I used to do Weight Watchers and then I stopped. It was binary, on or off. Now I go, wow, I learned a lot of great things from Weight Watchers. I am going to take them with me 
to calorie tracking and they're complementary. And the more we move away from thinking of ourselves branded as a plan, whether it's the app that you use or the fitness watch or the program that you follow, the more we take it internally to see that we are healthy people who focus on their goals instead of I'm, you know, Kathy calorie counter right you know wilhelmina weight watchers like (laughs) sorry that's the only my grandmother was actually almost named wilhelmina but she uh she wasn't isn't that fun that's that's almost a great story that's almost a great story (laughs) (laughs) um but i see people and believe me i've done this too where we have maybe our handles for is that what they call handles or yes yes yeah what's your handle i'm making a right i'm making an at sign you're at uh, for something is, you know, Kathy Weight Watchers. And that's everything that I say on Instagram, everything that I have on Facebook. And what if like you stop doing Weight Watchers? Right. Then it's, oh, no, I'm, I'm not part of the family anymore. And I've got to change my name and how embarrassing that is. Like, I get wanting to, you know, bring other people to your page by what you do. But what if you switch plans? What if you realize something else is better? What if you have running in your, uh, you know, in your handle, and then suddenly you twist your ankle and you can't run? Does that mean that you're not a valid fit person working on themselves? So uh, I'm not telling I'm, this isn't a class on how to name yourself online. <laughs> but just remember, like, like, but it could okay, be. I stopped running, but I'm still active. I stopped doing Weight Watchers, but now I track calories. And just think of that when you are looking for a plan. What can you take from it if you move on to something else? What other ideas can you bring into it that make it fit your plan more effectively? Because identity and just seeing yourself as an active person looking for solutions is much in the long term, much stronger than identifying with one particular plan. So just watch out. Yeah. And and look, we are plan agnostic on this show. We are plan agnostic in um in Wolt Place. Like whatever plan works for you is is fine by us. But the more and more I I read into it, the more and more the science shows that that really it comes down to burning more calories than you eat. So it, you know, it's calories in, calories out. And I use that as sort of the bedrock of my plan, but that then allows me to to change the actual details of it based on the season of my life. Like I can adapt to different, you know, if I'm, you know, busier, less busy, I can add more things, I can take things away, I can yeah. add, add more convenience food, um, slash cook more things from scratch, you know, and add more exercise, take exercise away. As long as I keep that baseline, I'm able to then, you know, make my plan just individually for me and, and work for me in a way that, that adapts to how, how my life changes. No, that is, that's a super good point, especially with sort of the pumping up the volume that we learned from Weight Watchers. It's not like they've written us a strongly worded letter saying yeah. you may not add volume to your meals. Yeah, because I, le- that I learned to calorie us. tracking, even though you don't technically count you know, track calories, I, tracking my food and pumping up the volume were two like invaluable things that I use every day that I got, you know, from Weight Watchers. I got practice doing them by doing Weight Watchers. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing that is probably less important than you think it is, is cooking from scratch yeah. slash recipes. And 
people will all the time, and I see this on uh, Reddit all the time, and people will ask us all the time, what are some like low calorie recipes that you recommend? Or, you know, I can't lose weight because I just don't have time to cook. And no, I am living proof that you can do this with convenience food. And, you know, we have a good friend, uh, Nicole, who has done this by mostly eating fast food. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and she's lost a lot of weight and uh, over 100 pounds, right? Uh, she's lost in like the neighborhood of like 80 to 90. 80, 90 I pounds think. and has kept it off. Um, and, you know, mostly eating fast food. And I mostly eat convenience food, yeah. things that are pre-made at the store, frozen meals, frozen veggie burgers, you know, all kinds of things that are you know, in air quotes, processed. And, heat and eat. Yeah, heat and eat. Exactly. See? I like that. Heat and eat. And, you know, you it maybe in the long run, not, not as healthy as eating like whole vegetables, whole foods, whatever, but certainly doable in terms of calories and, and losing weight. And, you know, I feel like I'm living proof of it. Well, it's about meeting yourself where you are. And I know we talk about this a lot, but it still comes up for people who I know who have either been in well place for a really long time or people ask us questions uh, by sending us emails at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, but the question of like, oh, well, you know, I, I used to be able to make this all the time. I used to have time before I had kids. I cooked all the time. I did this. And now I can't. And we have this nostalgia for previous versions of ourselves. But meeting ourselves where we are is about really understanding the season that you're in, what your emotional bandwidth is, your physical bandwidth, and also like how much extra time you have and how much room you have in your refrigerator to do things. Because Donald and I have a battle royale. It's not like the odd couple with like the tape down the middle of the room of like the, I don't know, the odd couple weren't in a right. room. But like it's not... But I, I kind of try to keep half a part of it for him and half for me. And then 90% of it is condiments, I think. But <laughs> I, like, I can't even do that math. But I've started – just don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, it's <laughs> half a, for you, half for me, 90% condiments. No, of the 10% left, <laughs> that's the half I'm talking about. But like I've started – like edging over into Donald's side, I put some some rice over there. I'm going to say I'm going to yeah. put, put a lot of things in your space. But don't worry about recipes. Just like eat less of the things that you already like and then maybe have some carrots. Yeah. And when your wife starts putting stuff in your <laughs> part of the fridge, just throw it away. Just throw it it's away. fine. It's the secret to a happy marriage. Trust me. And I just wanted to mention, uh, you know, sort of tangentially in relationship to to this one uh, as sort of sub things that are probably less important than you think they are. Uh, water goals and counting macros. Yeah. Like people like not that they're not important. Um, but I have never counted a macro in my life. Like my app kind of does it for me, but I've never looked at it and I've never set a water goal in my life. And I, I drink a lot of, you know, in air quotes, non-water hydration. I know is super important, but I get my hydration from other sources rather than drinking straight up water. And if you have a water goal and, and it makes you feel better and you enjoy it, then great. But 
you know, in my experience, it's not a hundred percent necessary to like drink 16, you know, eight ounce glasses of water every day in order to hit a weight loss and fitness goal. Well, and this one too is about where you're starting because a lot of times people will go from, I don't drink any water to, well, the internet says that twice my body weight times the mass of Jupiter is how much, <laughs> right. how much I need to drink. And it can be really overwhelming. And then you can start out feeling like a failure. Oh my gosh, you know, everybody, all the experts say 120 ounces a day is what I need. But if you're only drinking like half a cup in the morning with your vitamins or your, you know, antidepressant, right? that is a very big leap to take. So starting with a little more than you usually do, like is fine, but it's also not critical. And again, with macros, that is a very high level fine tuning part of a weight loss journey. And if you're just starting out like I was 120 pounds ago, I didn't have a macro problem. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's you know, like what Catherine just said, that is expert level, like next level, like, you know, you're, you're a professional PhD, athlete, yeah. like well, <laughs> level. And there are people who really enjoy doing it. Again, yeah. we're not we're not dissing that, but for us, it was way too overwhelming. And frankly, the times where I was paying extra care, well, get, you know, if you get this much, yes, there are benefits to it. You can feel more and I, I know Donald even said this on the last episode, you can feel more full by eating more protein. You can have more energy. Oh, yeah. Make you feel good. Like Donald said he tries to have protein at each meal, which is great. And I do too. But when you get down to that granular, like don't have anything with less than 10 grams. Of, yeah, I don't do that. Which I actually got caught up in that at one point. Yeah, that, of, that seems like, you know, it would make me just not want to eat or or I would get paralyzed with, yeah. you know, oh, like I don't know what to do because I don't have something that's enough protein right now in the house. Yeah, I had something, I, I think I already said this, I don't know, I talk a lot. Uh, some like a yogurt that was nine grams of protein and i was like well i can't have that because it's not 10 like 10 is the magic number that will get me into right like, you know macro nirvana i guess yes exactly uh, sure uh but if it is overwhelming to you do not worry about it if it helps you thrive and be successful that's great in the end eating at a calorie deficit is important. Sure, some foods are more nutritionally valuable. Like they, you know, studies show that they have lots of nutrients, which is fine. But if you're just starting out, reducing your calories is a priority over counting macros. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, what is the next thing, dear? Ooh, this is probably my favorite one. Uh, and I can't wait to tell you what it is. And I'm going to do it I now. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Losing weight quickly and with a capital A-N-D or capital O-R. That's a lot of <laughs> spelling uh, on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, trying to lose weight by a deadline. I did yeah. this for decades. Well, if I just lose two pounds a week by Christmas, I'll be at my goal weight. Oh, my gosh, we're going like we are literally going to a, a, a birthday party uh, in October. and. There's a little tiny bit of me that's like, oh my gosh, if I could lose 10 pounds by right. that birthday party right. and, and then show the up and just people look great, all look these people haven't seen me in a while. Yeah. And, like, I still think about it. And then I, I just look back and reflect uh, and remember that every single time I have failed at that, every single time, maybe I've been super on track for a couple of weeks. 
the progress is happening. And then I go off or then I forgot we're going out of town and then I fall behind and then I feel defeated. And so then I say, why bother? And then I'll just start trying to lose weight again after the event because why even bother? So suddenly, right. by setting an unrealistic deadline, can you tell how passionate I sound right I, now? I can. Losing weight, trying to lose weight by a deadline and then passing it over and gaining more weight as revenge for not being able to stick to it, it is a fool's errand, I will say it again. Yeah, and the other the other thing I get a lot is people who are sort of just starting out and will be like, I've been doing this for a month and I've only lost two pounds. Oh my gosh. And I, I like, I just feel like giving up like, and, um, and it's sort of like, okay, you've lost two pounds and you want to stop like, and what, like gain the weight back, like keep gaining weight, like not ever lose it. Like what, you know, because it's just not coming off quickly enough. And let me tell you, half a pound a week is great. Like if you can maintain that, um, you know, it, it will, it will eventually add up to a lot of pounds coming off. And it really, like, what are you giving up? This is, this is like your whole life. Like, you know, you've, You've got to make this a priority moving forward or else it's just, you know, it will never happen if you don't make a priority out of it. No, I used to totally see it as like, oh, my gosh, I worked so hard and I've only lost X amount. Part of this is about working things into your life that are actually like doesn't make your life miserable. You're not hiding from events. You're not hiding at home all the time, not wanting to go out with anyone because you've got to, you know, eat your morsel of food or whatever. Right. And for me, especially now not seeing it as a deadline of like, oh, you know what? I was able to go out with friends and we had a like movie night and I lost half a pound. That's pretty cool. Yeah, okay? exactly. But oftentimes we feel like in order to appear serious about our weight loss, we have to go to extreme measures. One is penance for the weight that we've gained. And two, to prove to the people around us that we are really fired up and that we're making it happen by saying like, oh, I lost a half a pound. It doesn't sound dynamic. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't have that like you know big ticket feel to it. But half a pe- like, how long have we been doing this podcast? Yeah, almost six years. No, if yeah, almost six years. So if anybody listening to this podcast, including myself, lost a half a pound, even in the last year per week, yeah. Not too shabby, my no, friends. No, that's, that's a crazy amount of weight, yeah. You know, a, a pound a month for six years? Like, that's a few pounds. That wouldn't be a bad thing, right? No, absolutely, yeah. Time even will a, even pass. A, a pound a month for, for five, six years. Um, it, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. Okay, so the next thing that is probably less important than you think it is is perfection. Yep. Actually, I would say dangerous yes octung agreed do not trying to be perfect trying to like never having a bad day in air quotes never eating an unplanned treat never skipping exercise like always sticking to everything that you know all of your goals never missing a habit um it is far less important than you think it is and as Catherine said uh it 
you know, if you try to hold yourself to that standard uh, for the rest of your life, eventually you are going to throw up your hands and go, well, if I can't be perfect, I might as well do nothing at all. Do you know that there is a plan called 75 hard? Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. There is a plan called 75. It's got hard in the title. I probably don't want to do it. Well, and there's also one that's like 75 semi-cushy also. Is there? I can't remember exactly what it's called. Yeah. But it, and again, this is for maybe people who need those extreme thrills of, you know, austere programs. Yeah. But on the 75 hard, there's like five things you're supposed to do each day. And if you miss even one of them, you have to start the program over from day one. Oh my goodness. Like That's not terrible. kidding. And and one of them is like journal your thoughts or so, like it and I can't I honestly don't remember all the things that it that it is but it's like follow a plan, get in 30 minutes of activity and 30 minutes of cardio whatever and it's like if you miss any of it go back to square one. Yeah. And this isn't a game. This isn't like shoots and ladders or candyland or you know just Something, something extreme like Candyland, where you fall down a ladder and go back to the beginning. You know, do not pass go. That shoots in ladders. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but that's, what's that game that has the shoots and, and the, the ladders? ladders. I yeah, think I they call it snakes and something. Oh yeah, in it the is. UK. It is. It's uh, it's ladders and snakes or something Ladder. and snakes. I can't yeah. remember. If you know, let us know. We yeah. do have listeners in the UK. Thank you very much. But it's going for that you have to start completely over if you miss something is just procrastination. We actually did an episode called Perfection is Procrastination. When we wait for the ideal conditions, the ideal time of our lives, after the project is over, once the vacation is over, once the you know holiday season, whatever it is, there's always going to be something working against our ultimate perfection goals. But what we have done is I literally every week look at the week ahead. What can I expect of myself? What is the weather going to be like? What meetings do I have? We've got someone coming to visit next week. We're going out of town the week after that. And do I just say, oh, well, not a good time to, you know, pay the bills this month. Right. Oh, we've got too much going on. We adapt. We adapt and we modify and we set expectations based on real life. This, like the summer... I maintained my weight. That was my goal with vacations and people visiting. And it and it worked. I did it. Yeah. No. And, and like that is a huge victory at a lot of times. It was. And but now in October, well, when October comes around, we don't have that much going on. We've got that party that I was going to lose 10 pounds for. But like <laughs> yeah. that's not going to happen. But I, I have one day out of the month where we're traveling. Right. So like I can make things happen. So don't look at perfection. Look at progress. It makes so much more sense. Uh, and uh, I managed to look it up. Uh, it is snakes and ladders. Oh, it is snakes and ladders. Yeah. I'm glad it's not called spiders and ladders because I oh. wouldn't – if it was spiders and ladders. Spiders and ladders would not be good. Yeah. <laughs> See, because I, I don't like the spiders and he doesn't like the snakes. Yeah, I don't I don't want snakes or spiders on my ladder. No. Either, either way. No. Yeah. The slides are better. So, okay. So, we're going to finish this up with maybe the number one. Yeah. The number one. The number one doozy. You said we weren't doing numbers. We weren't numbering them. But I just said it was maybe the number one. So the mostest. I decided to do the Casey Kasem voice briefly. uh, I am here for it. It's called improv. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) I was supposed to yes and you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So uh, the number one thing that is 
less important than you think is motivation. Sorry, I thought you were giving me a look like we were going to pump up the volume. It oh, the no. the number one is pump mo- up motiv- the motivation. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're gonna make it to three hundred episodes. Okay, we're, we're well, gonna okay, do we're gonna it. say it on three. One, two, three. Motivation. Motivation. You don't need it. It is fickle. It is yeah. unimportant. It is unreliable. More it, importantly, it's really a myth. Yeah, like it. It you know, there's that idea in society that. You know, you're just not motivated. If you wanted it bad enough, oh my gosh, you I would make it like happen. That. And that is just, it's a fallacy that's been, you know, it was pounded into me from the time I was a kid. Like, you know, you've got to dig deep and find that motivation and make it happen. Well, even, you know, if you really want it, this is going to come down to who wants it the most. Right. And then suddenly, okay, I obviously am just, I don't have whatever gene that is for motivation. Right. It is unreliable. It is amazing when you have it. Oh my gosh. We're not saying when you don't oh, have yeah, it. Oh, like, yeah, take advantage of take it when advantage. it comes along. Go the extra mile when you're feeling motivated. Do the things. Chop the vegetables. Go on the run. Go on the hike. But understand that it might not be there tomorrow. Like a like a traveler, like Kenny Rogers coming into town. Yeah. Maybe he's going to roll out of town trying like a- to, Trying to set young gamblers straight while helping his young son. I almost said humbleweed instead of tumbleweed. <laughs> like a tumbleweed in the wind blowing away. You don't know where it is in the morning. There's not even a post-it note on the mirror to say goodbye forever. Goodbye, motivation. But when it's there, have a blast. It's a fling. It's great. Uh, but don't rely on it for progress. We make progress by pedaling the bike ourselves, or pushing the, uh, I don't know, the tumbleweed back into town. Yeah. Make our own tumbleweeds. Yeah. There's, yeah, all there's something those, in yeah, there. Yeah, there's a metaphor there somewhere. Okay, no, the, the, the motivation is you got the motivation, you're going downhill on a bicycle, you're going all fast, it's great, but then you hit the flats. The right. mean, rascal flats the flat badlands and then you have to pedal yourself you have to keep pedaling and and what that turns into practically is you have to make your health and fitness a priority and you have to create habits and systems that you that just become mostly automatic um, that you just do regardless of how motivated you feel about it you have you have systems in place for your meals your shopping your exercise your calorie counting your you know all your other habits whatever exercise strength training you're doing you have systems in place and you practice doing these systems and habits so that they just become second nature and you just keep doing them. Yep. And you do them into maintenance. Yeah. We keep doing it. There is no before and after. There is a before and there is a now. Right. And the more adaptable we are to our current circumstances and the more we see all of this as basically the questions, what is serving me and building me up and what is holding me back? That is, those are really the defining points of any plan. And when we started out, we kept it simple. Over the years, circumstances have changed. We've adapted. But what we haven't lost sight of is the end goal, which is our own health, like our own health and wellness. We do different plans. 
we work out differently, we have different goals, but we're in it together. And we are in it together with you. We want to make sure that all of our listeners are making progress in ways that build them up, make them feel good, and make them feel like they're not alone in all of this. It can be so overwhelming to just feel like you don't have anyone in your corner. And I just really hope that you feel like, even though, I don't know if it's Kenny Rogers or Loggins in your corner, (laughs) uh, but we are here for you. And uh, th- there's no gamble in that. I don't know. <laughs> that was. <laughs> That's the only sure Ga- thing. Gamble that you have. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of our show. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for uh, for keeping the habit going of listening to this show. We are grateful for each and every one of you. All of our episodes, every one of them. This is episode 299. Next one is 300. We still don't know what we're doing for next episode, but it's going to be special. It's going to be a very special episode. It's going to be an episode of this show. That I can can guarantee. Uh, That will be next week. But all of them, all 299 of them, as you listen to this, are available wherever you found this podcast. And also, anytime, on our website at weonlylookthin.com. And if you're at our website, click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Wolt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place to come together and work on our common goals, whether you are intermittent fasting, calorie tracking, counting macros, we do it all there and we're there to support one another. We have subgroups for additional uh, check-ins. We've got evening and daytime check-ins. We've got Zoom meetings, just so much going on in the group. I'm so proud of it. It is a safe space to work on yourself while you're becoming who you want to be and for a limited time only. Yeah, jump uh, on it. As we said at the top of the episode, I have partnered with Lose It to write the first of its kind course for Lose It called Change Your Thinking, Change Your Weight. Yeah, Lose It was looking around for the best person on planet Earth they to help were. write a course about mindset, and they found her. Yes. And that is Catherine Weigel right here. It is me. So I co-wrote the course with a couple of other amazing women, and uh, that course just came out on Lose It. It is a premium course, but for a limited time, if you join Walt Place, by the end of October 2023, you will receive this course for no additional cost as a gift from our friends at Lose It. So check it out. We've got two membership options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolt Place is right for you. So check it out. And yep. you get like unprecedented access to uh, Catherine Weigel in, at and Wolt Place. And like... I know personally, and I know it. it's, you know, because I'm her husband, I'm like more than a little bit biased, but having access to Catherine is, is invaluable in really keeping this going. So, uh, and also like people in that group, as Catherine alluded to, like if you're going through it, they've probably gone through it yeah. too. And, and people, 
really can help it's you know and support each other in the group so please check it out yep um also if you'd like to interact with us in other ways you can find us on social media we are at we only look thin on facebook and instagram or you can send us an email which was mentioned earlier in the show uh we appreciate episode suggestions we appreciate compliments uh we will answer questions if you have an idea um if you have a question for the show uh, maybe we will turn your email into an episode of the show. We have done that uh, many times in the past, and you can do that by reaching out to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And thanks to all of the listeners who have already left us reviews. We have over 600 five-star reviews now, which is super exciting. Yeah. Um, so really, thank you so much. And to the members of Lose It who have given us shout-outs, and to all of the people who have only recently found the podcast, thank you so much for taking a moment to let us know how you are enjoying the podcast. So thank you so much. Not only does it let us know that what we're doing matters, but it also helps other people just like you find our podcast when they're looking for inspirational, maybe poker themed podcasts, <laughs> That's right. weight loss uh, like ours. So yeah, thanks. Absolutely. And uh, if you uh, could do us a favor and tell somebody about the show, uh, that really helps us out. Word of mouth is really one of the best ways in which the show grows. Uh, your friends and family trust your opinions. And when you tell them you like our podcast, they listen. Or if you're on an online group, uh, a Reddit group, a Discord server, a Facebook group, something like that, if it is appropriate, please give us a shout out. That really, really does help us out. And we would be grateful. Yep. So if we have now confused you as to the difference between Kenny Rogers, Kenny Loggins, and Judd Nelson, <laughs> just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.